FRG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influencers, Father Rob Gallia Homilies. Episode 6 of Season 8 of the Catholic Influencers <laughs> Podcast. Hello. I'm going to be a bit cheeky here. That was actually the second time we've done that intro. <laughs> yes. Father Rob forgot to press record. But we're, we're prepared now. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> it's definitely well, episode 6. I once did a whole episode, like an entire episode of the podcast, and I forgot to press the record button. It was and a great chat with yourself. <laughs> and my co-host at the time didn't let me, like, she was furious at me. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, beware the wrath of a, what do they say, of a, of a, of a woman who's angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, this That's time, if, if we'd got through the whole episode, you would have had two women. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, um, one for one brain and one for the second brain yes, if you guys listened to last week's episode. <laughs> for my two brains would be too much. Oh okay, so the, so good. Okay, here's a question for you. If Fire. you if you had to give up one of your five senses, which one would you give up and why? Smell. Oh. But you couldn't taste. So you're giving up two basically. Really? It's basic maths. Or <laughs> stuck now. Numbers chose. confused me today. Um, no, I was just thinking because I had to smell some vomit this week. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any details. Oh gosh! Yeah, but can you like opt out? Like, no, it's like, permanent. You know, for fifty percent of your week, you don't have that. No, like, come no. on, I'm trying to bargain here. <laughs> That's not the question. If you had to give up one of your senses, give them up. Which one? So we have five. We have. T- which ones? We have s- smell, oh, yeah. touch, sight, sight, hearing, and feel. Oh no, we've said feeling, taste, and taste. But if you, I've heard this, that if you don't have one of the senses, your other ones are like heightened. heightened. Yeah. That's a very optimistic they way say to look at a very So like decision. if you're blind, you, you pay you attention more. You just, but it's not that you're hearing better. It's that, that you, your attention Attuned, yeah. is, is given to that. What well, I think, I think I'd give up taste. Because I'm more of a functional eater, unless it's chocolate. Boring. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. But I know I can still be fit. I can still be healthy. I can still eat well. And then you still have texture, so you can yeah, enjoy but that. That wouldn't be fun. Like, I just not think of fun, the texture but it's, of it's either that or going blind or whatever. So, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I d- that's it's not. It's, it's All the ne- Europeans <laughs> are deeply perplexed at your response. I'm there. waiting They're for like Justine's. What, no, what's I yours? don't. I'm trying to avoid answering. You have to. Answer. I don't want to. You have to. Okay, touch probably. You got, you don't want to touch a heart. Well, I do, Alyssa, but <laughs> I just I have to decide. <laughs> what do you want me to do? No, the problem is if you have like if you're in pain or you get. Your foot stumped or whatever, you or you t- you just that's don't a good feel. That's a very optimistic. Way. <laughs> no, I feel like I no, get the but <laughs> you won't know that you're sick when you're sick. Anyway, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> so I want to hear like from the listeners, which one would you give up and yeah. why? Let Let's us know. Let, yeah, tell us what you would give up if and why. I we need we need to know. I need closure. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear from our sponsors. Encounter by FRG Ministry presents our online subscription package. As a member, you will receive digital on-demand access to Encounter's growing library of online courses. Encounter and Encounter Youth online courses cover teaching, devotional and practical elements of the Catholic faith 
to help individuals, teachers, students and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. Current titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Introduction to the Bible, The Mass and more, with new courses being added regularly. All Encounter courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics, and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards, and wallpapers. These courses are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. All Encounter Youth courses include teaching videos, interactive student and teacher PDFs with lesson plans, and guided prayer and reflection. For more information about enrolment and subscription options, head to www.encountercourses.com slash subscription. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at EncounterCourses. Okay, so this week's second reading, so for the upcoming Mass readings, is from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 to 13. Let's jump in. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, if we die with him, we will also live with him. And if we endure, we'll also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. And if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. If you have a a Bible and let's say you're listening to this at home, one suggestion I have is that after we read the reading, Pause this podcast and go and read it for yourself and reflect on it. Because even there, you know, I, I read this like five times preparing for this podcast. And as Justine was reading it, just more <laughs> insights, you know, just more. How beautiful it was, how beautiful it is that Jesus, um, St. Paul is there so beautifully encouraging us and reminding us why we are to proclaim the gospel. Because it changes lives, because Jesus is risen from the dead, because we, um, Jesus understands our heart. And again, um, just so many things, you know, he's saying that I'm in chains, but the word of God is not. Like, wow, there's just so much there to reflect on and to think on. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to jump straight in with that with that one. This um, reading, a really great insight from this is shows us, it shows us the power of the word of God. Because even if the preacher is chained up, here we know we're talking about St. Paul, the word of God was not Mm. chained up Um, and again we've seen time and time again that the gospel has the power to survive persecution um, and the fate of its preachers even those who have died for the faith the word of god lives on the word of god is not chained up Mm. yeah and again just because the word of god is not chained up means that we have the responsibility of spreading it of, of bringing it out and why was Paul chained up? You have to keep in mind of the persecution because we don't really understand persecution. Persecution for us means like we're persecuted, we're, we're maltreated, and then we get up and then we can breathe again. While for a lot of people at the time, it was a fatal persecution. You, If you denied Christ, um, you'd live. If you 
claimed Christ, basically you're going to be killed at that moment. So it was a scary decision. And so he was preparing them. He's saying, hey guys, get ready because this moment might come. There might be a knife to your throat very soon before you know it because the Christians were hated at the time. They were considered rats. They were considered the people who everyone hated. Um, and it started from small things. First the, the Jews started persecuting, but then also the Romans started persecuting the Christians because they were the common enemy. They became the common enemy. And it started in A.D. 64. What happened was, if you research and you type in AD 64, one of the biggest things that's going to come up is the, the fire of Rome. They, this was a, pretty much all of Rome was burned down, and they say that Nero did it. But the, they needed someone to blame, and so who did they blame? The most hated people in all of, of, of Rome, and they blamed the Christians. So everyone thought that the Christians burnt Rome down. Mm-hmm. So they were hated. Their homes were destroyed. Their livelihood was destroyed. Their economy was destroyed. And it's all because of those Christians. And so they were hated and they, just, they were wanted dead. And so they wanted to eliminate Christianity. And St. Paul, having been there, been in chains, he knew he had no hope of getting out of those chains. Yeah. Because there were not only were sort of the, everyone was against him. All of Rome was against mm-hmm. yeah. the, those Christians whom he represented, and he was one of the the big dogs. I was just going to say further to that point as well. Um, yeah, really simply, Paul was arrested simply by his profession of faith as a Christian. Mm-hmm. When we think of those who were chained up, we're thinking of criminals. We're thinking of those people, the ones who were crucified alongside Jesus. But again, under Emperor Nero, profession of Christian faith was pretty much a crime. So Paul wasn't arrested for like a civil disturbance or anything. He was arrested simply by the fact that he was a Christian. And again, you said he was one of the big dogs. He was one of the leaders. Of course, he was going to be arrested and persecuted. And it can be a little obscure, like the first, um, in the the opening words of this um, passage of remember Jesus Christ. And you can, you sort of think like, of course they remember Jesus Christ in light of all of this. Like Jesus is the reason why they're being persecuted. So of course they remember him. But Paul is almost saying it with command. Remember Jesus Christ. Um, You know, not just calling him to mind, but he's kind of trying to put Timothy's gaze back towards Jesus, fix your eyes, fix your attention, not on the persecution, not on the consequence, but on Jesus Christ, whom has changed your life, go back to the core. And why is this important? And even for us today, because even in ministry, or if if you've been on the journey for ages, or you haven't, uh, in the midst of problems, in the midst of even the ordinariness of life, so not even in problems, but in this situation, in suffering, it's very easy to forget your reason why um and you know i was reminded of um the quote you know if you lose your why you lose your way and timothy was losing his why the the suffering was getting really loud and very real for him um and he was losing his why and so he was getting lost along the way and so paul was reorienting him back to his true north Get your eyes back on the prize. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm talking. Because, no, no. It's <laughs> just reminding me. <laughs> because I don't know if the why was way because of the Australian action, accent, you know? like Oh, <laughs> my accent. The why was way. Um, I mean, she, she went that way. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm all sorry, our internationals, <laughs> maybe you can relate to Father Rob. I'm quite I'm a sorry, that was a I understood you. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's go, going back to the true north. When when life gets rough and things feel messy around you, go back to your true north is essentially why he's saying, remember yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was a song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. 
The fool in his wonderful face. You know that? I thought you were going to start singing Turn Around. <laughs> every I thought you were going to sing the Gloria Estefan song Turn the Vida. <laughs> no, you ru- just ruined it. Sorry. Ruined, ruined such a beautiful <laughs> song. <laughs> I do know the song that you're talking about, and <laughs> you it do. is beautiful. <laughs> it's an old hymn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought, so you guys can feel free to jump in. But, yeah, in. Just, uh, but this is what it is turning your eyes, keeping your eyes fixed on the reason. The the reason for uh, our proclaiming our faith again at the end of the day we proclaim the church we don't deny the church but at the end of the <laughs> again it is all about Jesus we proclaim Jesus Jesus is the one we're here to to um, tell the world about because mm-hmm. Jesus alone rose from the dead Jesus alone knows our heart Jesus alone has the good news that will that will change our lives. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. I feel like I'm getting such a up close and personal with Paul over the last few weeks and just um really blown away and really yeah, as we have said repeatedly challenged but by by the things that he's saying and you know that they're coming from someone who lived it. And um you know where he says in this scripture I bear with everything for the sake of those who are chosen. It's just this beautiful surrender of his whole life for the sake of the mission, for the sake of the person, you know, for those who are chosen. And this is a guy who spent almost half of his ministry in jail, Mm -hmm. the poor bugger. Like um, he was in chains. And yet like Jesus, he just knew that when death was at work in him, life was at work in his people. You know, so this idea of suffering, um, he knew why he was suffering, and that made the difference. You know, you don't. He wasn't suffering for nothing, um, and he wasn't suffering for an empty promise. You know, so I just think his the surrender of his whole life for the sake of the mission makes me question, yeah. uh, in a good way, ask big questions about how I'm living my life of of surrender, even in suffering. And he's talking to again. Paul is talking to Timothy to encourage him, and it's it's interesting over the book of Timothy how he does it. He starts the book. In the book, in, in 1 Timothy, he starts, he calls Timothy a man of God. And he's saying, hey, this is your purpose. This is your identity. You are a child of God. You are a man of God. And you have to keep in mind that he was young. So, in fact, in fact, throughout the scripture, the, it, there's this famous quote. It said, don't let people look down on you because you are young. So he was a young guy. I don't know, maybe in his late teens or early 20s. I don't know. But he, but he was claiming him as a man of God. But here, he's talking to him about being a soldier about being an athlete. And both soldiers and athletes require endurance. So he's coming to now a time of persecution. He's saying, look, this is the time where you have to endure. You're a man of God. You know who you are in Christ. You are an advocate of Christ. You're holding the flame of Christ. But you also now need to be a soldier. You need to be an athlete. And an athlete has to endure to the end. You need stamina. You need strength. And in a sense, you need to grow up. Yeah. I love what you said about endurance. Um, if we look towards the end of this reading, it says we have died with him. That kind of refers to our, our past life and our baptism. We have died with him. And again, it talk, um, then it goes, we will live with him. That's kind of talking about our um, resurrection. But what happens in the present moment? It's perseverance. And it's, as you said, Father Rob, it's endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that a, a characteristic of love is to endure all things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that um, reading that's always said at the <laughs> weddings in um, 1 Corinthians 13.7, love always perseveres. Um, something that we've also kind of learned is that those who receive the word don't always endure it. Like mm-hmm. if you've had this encounter with God, sometimes it's that spiritual thrill kind of like fades away after a while. Um, but it's only the persevering and those who um, 
practice endurance, uh, they're the ones who are going to bear fruit for eternal life. Yeah, and, and your future depends on it, you know, and, and um, there is that sort of elephant in the room <laughs> line in this <laughs> in this scripture. Like, if you disown me, I will disown yes. you, and, and that just slapped me in the face big time. But your future depends on your endurance, and um, I think a quality of endurance or, or what keeps you enduring is is the extent of your faithfulness, making faithful decisions. Um, and we have to work at our faithfulness. And that's what keeps us enduring or not, whether we choose to just be faithful when it's easy or whether we're, you know, crawling and, and, and choosing faithfulness to Jesus, remembering our why and who it's for and that it's not for nothing or empty promises. Amen. Yeah. Um, maybe before we stop, I want to bring out one final point. <laughs> Sorry, because that's what it's on my notes, and um, um, if, if it doesn't it's not come out, <laughs> then you can't sleep. Have half um, but that there's a. F- I think it's the final line. It's a really great reminder of the faithfulness of God, um, and I think yeah, God's covenant fidelity is really highlighted in this last verse. Um, if we. I wish someone had the reading in front of me. Can you read the last verse again yeah, for, for me? Yeah, for sure. Um, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Oh, go before. Uh, if we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Yeah, so um, in the first few of those comparisons, they're all kind of parallel, but that last one's different. It says, if we are faithless, God remains faithful. Yes. Um, and so this is a really... Yeah, great reminder because we know that God is faithful. We learned this throughout the Old Testament in all of, of Paul's letters. For God to be unfaithful, that's not in his character. That's to mm. him for him to deny his very self. So it's a really great reminder that yes. God is faithful. And God will remain faithful. He's, he's never stopped chasing after us as we see um, even in the, the New Testament. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But we'll hear from our ministry partner, people. people. <laughs> 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 I've thrown him Here off. we go. This Catholic Influencers podcast is sponsored by Modern Grace. Modern Grace is a unique online Catholic gift store with a beautiful faith-inspired collection of gifts and homewares to bring into your life and to share with your family, friends and faith-filled community. Stocking everything from liturgical planners, rosaries, inspiring reads, sacramental gifts, Catholic homewares, a children's collection of toys, wraps and teethers, and FRG ministry merchandise and more. Modern Grace introduces Catholic gifts which add value to your faith life for any occasion. Discounts available for stocking church piety stores, conferences and events. Just contact us online for more information. So check out their range at moderngrace.com.au and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Also a little shout out to our ministry partners as well who make this podcast possible. If you'd like to know more, go to frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. You said it before, Justine, it's the elephant in the room, that line, it says... um, I don't know. What, I can't remember what it God, says. It says, if you deny me, no? If you disown me, if I you will disown me. If you disown me, I will disown you. And so in this reality check, we're going to ask, like, is it possible for God to disown us? Yeah, God, please don't disown mm. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's scary because, uh, look, the, the, one, the reality is that we have to, first of all, look at the context of the time. And it's not to discount what the scripture means for us today, but 
the context was that if you disowned Christ, it was again with a knife to your throat. So it, it, it was a moment where you could have that baptism by blood. Okay, so that's martyrdom, basically. Mm-hmm. But and then at the same time, on the flip side of the coin, you have someone like St. Peter, and who denied Jesus like three times, mm-hmm. but still he found grace, he still found mercy. Mm-hmm. But what's he talking about? He's talking about denying Christ not in an action necessarily, because we all deny Christ. I've denied yeah. Christ. <coughs> you know, like say that sin is almost against Exactly. Yeah. Every time I don't respond to grace, I deny Christ. Mm-hmm. But it's about by my life. Am I ready to respond? Like St. Saint, Saint P- um, Peter as well. You know, he, he denied Jesus three times, but at the end of the day, he, be, he became, in this same persecution here of St. Paul, mm-hmm. he became a martyr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool point about St. Peter. So... We know that Peter came came back to God, um, God in the end, but the early church actually hesitated for a while about reconciling those who repented their denial of Christ, like during times of persecution, and they ummed and ahed about what do we do with these people? What do we do? And their conclusion was to do the same thing as the master did for Peter, which was to forgive and reconcile. Um, yeah, and there's so cool many point. other scriptures because I think what this really highlights, as you said, dwelling on that last line of um, the the second reading you know he remains faithful even when we're not I just recall like so many scenes from the scriptures you know the woman at the well um, the woman who's about to be stoned the prodigal son like even when we turn away and literally say like dad I don't want I I want you to die um, that act of coming back means everything Mm -hmm. and um, you really what what Jesus is saying here is not um, if you have ever disowned me you're gone forever that's it trainer's gone see ya Mm -hmm, catcher mm -hmm. what he is saying though is you know if you continue to disown me I will disown you if you repeatedly and ongoing just make that decision to to disown me but we have evidence. We have evidence time yeah. and time again in Scripture that when we repent, when we turn back, He's waiting. He's faithful. He never stops, as you say, Father Rob, never stops chasing after us. That's right. But uh, then at the same time, and people say, like, hey, Father, why are you speaking about sin? Why are you speaking about fear of God? But we do need the fear of God because it's scary that I don't want Christ to deny me. And I need to pull my socks up. I need to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm with Christ. It's all throughout Christ- scriptures. Those who are not for me are against me. If you, di- if you um, don't pick up, pick up your cross and follow me, there's so much. And he's saying that it is better for a person not to have been born um, than, than to have d- uh, denied me, basically, or to, to cause the least one of these to fall into sin. So there is the reality is that we could be denied by Christ and hell exists and this we've spoken about before and sin does lead us to hell it leads us through to, to, to um, separation from God and so we do need to make sure that we're on the, the right path we need to use the the sacraments of reconciliation we need the Eucharist that strengthens us to go but the good news is that God's going to help us do it it's not going to be alone we're not alone we have the the empowering of the Holy Spirit we have the sacraments we have uh, the church that gathers around us and rallies for us mm-hmm. yeah I've, and I feel really convicted right now that there is maybe someone listening who just you're hearing this and you still feel like nah, like you feel very overwhelmed and dis- uh, by disheartenment and discouraged and I just want to say it's true like it's it's God's truth that it isn't too late for you and just this sense to just say don't isolate yourself 
don't don't sit in a corner. Go and be part of a community. Yes. Go and mm-hmm. frequent the sacraments. Go and have a conversation. Go and say, have a conversation that says, I, I want to come back with somebody. And that's what this, this scripture is saying to us in real life. This is not someone else's truth. This is real life. This is available to you and to me right now. And the it doesn't change even though the context changed like of saint paul and there was uh, as again um life or death but the truth doesn't change mm-hmm. we still are called to proclaim christ that was really um yeah good and good note to fit <laughs> Alyssa's just lost her words <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We are powering through Season 8. Be sure to keep in touch with us. See all the different highlights behind the scenes, um, little snippets and photos. If you head to our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those links can be found at our website frgministry.com forward slash podcast also YouTube there's, you can see us on video as well go to FRG ministry no it's um, youtube.com forward slash FRG ministry as well and, and if check you watch out the podcast. YouTube clip you'll uh, know why this ended very abruptly <laughs> Father yeah. Rob gave an eye and a point and, <laughs> <laughs> and the camera is going to run out and I was <laughs> <laughs> see you next week okay see, see you, you God bless see you